Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Happy and New welcome Year. to yeah, One Stop Co-op Shop. I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah, you ruined Steve's <laughs> well, professional intro, guys. Jeez. Very professional. <laughs> it's been crazy. Just sitting here listening to this. It's been insightful. Yeah. yeah welcome. This is our... Let us know, oh, yeah. Let us know the audience balance because we're tweaking that a little bit here. Yeah. So there's a lot of us here today. We've got six people. Six of us. And we're going to be going over the... A bunch of categories going over the game of the year for 2022. And we have a bunch of different categories, and we each have our list co- completed. So we're going to talk through the list. Wait, we need a list? What? What's a list? Did you all know? Ta-da! I wrote it on a coaster before we started. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold on. Did you get sticky Oh my god. Did you put it on your forehead? <laughs> yeah. That was oh, like great. Hanabi. You all can see it and I can't. That's right. Yeah, yeah. six times the people, six times shenanigans, for sure. For sure. <laughs> cool. That's right. I'll be good. I'll be good. My, my fault. My fault. <laughs> you can hear them? I can't hear them. I'll turn up a little bit for you. There you oh. go. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, you don't want to hear us, Kim. Yeah, yeah. You hear enough of me like once a month. That's right. Cool. Okay, so this is we got six different categories. We each have picks for all the stuff. And Kim, this is your first time doing a end of the year list. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah. No. I've done, you, other, I've done other lists. Not end of the year list, yes, have you? I vote. Yes. I'm gonna go for yes. Yeah, that's fine. Well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll bigger this entire time. We will. Okay. <laughs> that's normal. Okay. Go. Okay, so let's start this off. So First category we'll go through is Hidden Gem. So this is a game that you guys really liked and maybe it didn't get all the attention you thought it deserved, but you want to give it more visibility here. So so I'm going to start off. I'm going to pick someone random, randomly go, and after you go, you guys can pick someone else. But I figure we'd do like a quick two-minute spiel on the game, what you like about it, and we'll just keep going. So, this isn't formal at No, all. it's not formal. You, you guys are just going to go off. I know it. <laughs> I know it. So, um, Mike, why don't you start with yours? My hidden gem? Hidden gem. My, my hidden what it is. gem is, it, it's so hidden, you probably can't buy it or find a copy anywhere, <laughs> uh, which is unfortunate because it's great. And that's Isla and Something Shiny. Uh, this is, uh, Steve, I think, did a video back when it was on crowdfunding. Uh, I did a video of the final version. I will warn you, it looks like it's a friendly kids game, and it kind of is. I played yeah. it with both my seven-year-old and my 10-year-old, but it's got some uh, some <laughs> some weighty things going on in the whole story. There's some freaky parts, so I might like play it solo first before I bring it in to, for the children. But it has a, a core mechanic sort of similar to Paleo in that you're going through a deck over, like, you keep on going through the same deck multiple times, but things are being taken in and being taken out based on your choices. Uh, it's got beautiful art, a very evocative story told pretty much just through art with very little text, except for like these little uh, kind of like comic books you have to introduce and close out each chapter. It's it's a narrative game, so theoretically you could like kind of see a lot of the stuff it has to offer in one play. But between playing it myself to see all the endings and playing it with my family, I played it like eight times. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I love Paleo, so it wasn't tough for me to like the mechanics, but I think the art, the story... 
Um, I think it's just a beautiful game overall. And it's a hidden gem because, again, I don't know if they're going to print any more. So you pretty much like have to find somebody who already has it and, uh, and get a copy. Or, I mean, the nice thing is once people finish with it, theoretically, they wouldn't need to hold on to it. So you could probably find like some more copies for sale or for trade as uh, time goes on. But I, I love this one. Uh, this is one of my, my top ones of the year for sure. Good choice. I like this one, too. It's very solid. You might have played this a long I time played, ago. I did play this with you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Play this game. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Re I remember the art, the name. I remember I played it, but that is it. So that, that, that was my reaction too. Hidden gem, everybody. Hidden gem. I already <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> it needs more love. That's what Mike's saying. Okay. It's a good choice. Very good choice. Who do you pick for your next person, Mike? Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Like, uh, oh God. Uh, I, I, I I'd say Kanji. Okay. Um, I missed out on Island Something Shiny. I have looked for it and I can't find it, and I've heard it's a great game. Uh, so, my hidden gem game is uh, actually Spires and Hildegard. Oh. I was, I like um, adventure path and games. Um, it's it's not the top genre for me, but it's, it's a pretty good genre that I enjoy mostly, and um, I met Greg uh, Favreau, who was the creator of this a while ago, uh, from when he first created Spire's End. And I've, like, loved the art. I love the story. I love, like, how terrible I am at dice rolling. And uh, <laughs> it's just been... It's, just, it, it's a very small game. It's a small game, small table space. You can it, you can take it as travel size, and you can just have some fun with it. And it's, it's yeah. replayability is high, so... Hidden gem for me. Is it for playability high, Kanji? Yes, because when you start... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I know how it works. I'm just disagreeing with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think it has high replayability. Yeah, I think I'm it glad, has high I'm replayability. Glad. Because you, you can go through the game once, and let's say you die. Your start can be completely different again because you got to pick one of the three cards, which sure, takes sure, you sure. on a completely different path. So I think it has, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's going to, so, it's not one of those games that's going to last like 10 years, but I hey. think like it, it, you'll get your money's worth out of it. For sure. This is, this is Mike. Yes, you're wrong. It's not right. Well, I mean, he, he can feel free to disagree with me all he wants. It's I mean, my I mean, gem. I, 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 I do I do agree with you that that it branches a lot later. The first three cards just give you like a different item at the start. That that that's it. Also, well, no, it gives you a different pathing too. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I can I can prove I can prove that to you very simply. It's either one you will meet the hooded guy at the beginning who tries to steal the package. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Okay, okay. So enough. there it goes. <laughs> so uh, uh, person I'll pick on is uh, Barry. Me. Well, first off, I'd like to congratulate uh, Mike for reminding me that it, I forgot to tell him that it came with plushies. Is Eileen something shiny? Did you get the plushies with that? I, I did not. I got. Uh, oh, really? Your kids didn't want to fight over the plushies and throw them at each other? And, and, and <laughs> I, I, I bought I bought somebody's pledge. I don't remember who it was. Now okay. I think it's somebody on our Discord. So they didn't have the plushie, or they already took it and gave it to their kid, probably. <laughs> probably yeah, that's what I did. So my hidden gem is actually Cora Quest. This uh, was a fantastic game. This is one that not only have we used at home, we've used at my wife's school as well to help introduce kids to cooperative gaming and show that kids themselves can create games. This is a game that was created by Dan and Cora, 
uh, together, I believe it was a COVID project they did. Mm. And they enlisted the group of kids to also help with some of the artworks and the stories and things like this as time went on. And there, it's kind of one-offs. It's one one-off. So surprise, surprise in my campaign collection. I know it's, it's a one-off. But my kids and I have really enjoyed it. We played through it all. We've already backed the uh, new Kickstarter's come through. The uh, and like I said, my wife, we had two copies because I did help with the original Kickstarter. She sent me one and we pledged one. So we actually donated one to my wife's school, and they've used it for their game group for quite a bit. And they have brought kids together that probably normally would not come together to play games. And I think that's one thing that really makes us a hidden gem is how special it can be. Designed by a dad and a daughter. Yes, really dad cool. and a daughter. Yeah. Dan Rora. Really cool. Very Correct. good concept. Really cool concept. Yes. That's my gem. Oh, I got to pass it to somebody. <laughs> I'm going to pass it to Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. As he points to me. Well, it's going to be that <laughs> night to tell you guys. Bad amazing. So good. So my hidden gem is a game that oh man I've been playing a lot lately. Um, it's got some nice little little bit of deck building. It's got a really fun theme and just awesome artwork. Um, it's Keep the Heroes Out um, oh, by Lewis Bra. I don't want to say his last name. I apologize. I'm gonna screw that up. But uh, he's a one man wrecking crew. I think he did artwork, design, everything for this game. Um, it's really fun. I really like this game. But I will mention that you oh, yeah. kind of have to be okay with losing. It's tough. Don't be fooled by the artwork. It's a tough game. <laughs> so, but the variety in this is, is awesome. Love, you choose right. how it works. Is you're a faction, you're a monster faction, so you could be like a dragon or skeletons or witches, and you're protecting your hardened loot in your dungeon. And the heroes are the bad guys trying to steal it from you. I saw someone earlier in a comment shout out anything with loot would be your pick, and he kind of went through. I don't remember yeah, who it was. Thomas, but, right here. Good, good call, Thomas. Thomas, uh, <laughs> predictions. It says the uh, best game: Colin Oathworn because I can save civilians. Barrett Oathworn because I can make plans and get civilians killed. <laughs> Steve, which game has the most loot? Because that's that one. Exactly. So good, good call. <laughs> so yes, yep. not off, not far off there, uh, Thomas. So, that's mine. I keep the heroes out. Really big fan of that one. Yeah. Uh, let's pass it to Colin. How about you go, Colin? All right. Well, that's unfair because my my hidden gem was also keep the heroes out. Granted, I was ridiculous and put two games, so we don't have to talk about keep the heroes out. It's a great game. <laughs> the other one, though, I played with Steve when he came up here for the Con of the Rings, and we had a blast. It's called Paint the Roses. <clears throat> I didn't even back the game. Ended up finding a secondhand copy. Steve and I played it, and it was a bl- <laughs> actually. You know who's the best at that game? <laughs> you want to have someone who gives you the wrong clue, then changes it to the right clue, then changes it again to the wrong clue, but then brings it back to the right clue. Back to the right clue. That would be this guy, and then of course changes and explodes your mind. Especially when they say, "Well, it can't be blue and yeah. red," and he's looking at it, he goes, "My card's blue and red." <laughs> oh. <laughs> so in this game, what you're doing is. You're working together to try and uh, uh, complete cards that in your hand. You're trying to get your teammates to guess what's in your hand. Unless you're with me, then yeah. Then, then yeah, he's playing his own game, a competitive game. Very yeah, yeah, exactly. He's trying to win. He's like, ah, you're never gonna guess this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like playing Oswarm with him. It's semi co-op. Okay, you know, it, it, you know, he's trying, but really he's not. Okay. So, but anyways, in the game, what you're trying to do is just get, uh, help your teammates figure out the card in your hand, what the two symbols are. And what's fun is that even when you're not the one playing the tile on the table, 
uh, you can still put clues on it based upon if any of the adjacent symbols will match your card. And that's really cool because it doesn't even matter whose turn it is most of the time. When someone puts something down, everyone's putting clues and you're all discussing. You're trying to figure out whose is which one. Anyways, it was so much fun. I love it. That's Paint the Rose. It's a very interesting deduction game. Yes, and I was banned from taking any but the easiest clues. <laughs> Yes, because that was one of the hard ones. And after that, he didn't get to do that anymore. Uh, but yeah, it was a blast. That's Paint the Rose. True. <laughs> All right, you want me to round it out? Yeah. yeah. You're going to round it out, Kim. Throw that, that box cover right back on. There you go. I oh, yes. oh, <laughs> Yeah, God. All right. <laughs> I like but it. We're like this. We're the same person. Uh, I Just cut and paste what, what you said. Um, and then the other thing I really liked about it was the fact that this game, I think, I can get more people to play that aren't specific gamers. Yeah, so I like know. I can get my parents to play this one mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, it's more inviting, I would think, than like a RPG that I might want to throw on the board or whatever it is. So I think it's a great a great one to have in the collection. So good. Yeah. I love it too. <laughs> so the chat is amazing tonight, by the way, and they're they're absolutely on fire in there. It's amazing. <laughs> the hidden trader mechanic and paper. <laughs> <laughs> totally there. It's totally there. Totally there. Barrett knows it. And I just like, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, yeah. We played by you guys are all amazing. It's good to have all you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was I was introduced to it by Stephen Kim at Game of Palooza, and it was it was fun. I played terribly, but it was fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of those times I could not trust what you were saying. I <laughs> we what? Oh, oh, same heart right here. I've seen two people in the same heart, you know? <laughs> we're going to win that game. We're either going to write clues down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, let's keep going. Um, Let's move on to the next category. We're going to biggest disappointment. And Kim, you went last, so you picked the first person to go for this category. Do I even have one? Uh, you don't have one. Yeah. I don't have a disappointment. That, so I think you, that's kind of me, so I'll start. Well, no, you could pick someone. Well, no, I'm going to talk about not having a disappointment. Oh, that's and fine. Then... There you go. That works. She says that. biggest disappointment the whole time she's pointing towards Steve. <laughs> I made a terrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we've talked about it. We're all I play games, and like if I play it once, that's that's fine. I typically don't nitpick too much about games. I'm not as analytical as the rest of you guys went about games, um, so that's why I'm just more like la di da. <laughs> so yeah, I don't nothing stand stood out at me. But I also don't play as many games as the rest of you to pull pull from. So yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I have to say. Cool. So I'm going to go, go, Steve. You want me to my, go? My loving husband. So I'll pick a, my biggest disappointment. It isn't a, I'll preface, preface this. It's not a bad game for sure. It was just, I had high expectations and it didn't meet them. Let's put it that way. And that one is going to be, um, because I'm a big sucker for stealth games. I was really excited for this one. And that is Burn Cycle. Like, the game itself is good, but, like, I wanted the stealth to be more than a, what it was. It's it's fine stealth. It's fine. But there's, like, if I want to play a stealth game, I'm going to, this is not one I'm going to grab for, for the stealth thing. If I want to play a cool, like, robot theme, I want to deal with the corporation thing, the theme is really cool, and, the, like, I like the physical and network stuff, but I came into it thinking 
see uh chip three games stealth game awesome really excited and then just didn't it didn't deliver for me unfortunately so that's okay Yep, totally. It's okay. It's going to be one of the sad categories talking about. <laughs> Maybe I should have gone last where everything's all roses sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so that is mine. Let's move ahead to um, Colin. I, oh, I thought Baron raised his hand. Oh, Baron would go? <laughs> oh, I was just playing the drums. Oh, oh playing the drums, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> Colin, you can, uh, you can go. Okay, so I'm going to blame this one 100% on Mike. Uh, oh, so, good. Mike, I it's your fault uh, because I was really excited for this one. <clears throat> Bill painted the whole thing for me. I played it eight times, and I got rid of it as fast as possible as I could because I just did not love it. And that was Town Folk Tussle. I was super excited. Ah. about it. But for some reason, it just did not connect for me. And I don't <clears> – <throat> I think it was I was so excited about the terrain and all this stuff, and you never really seemed to use it. I was really excited about the items, but then it was like you only wanted certain items because most of them stunk anyways. Yeah, yeah, and and then I felt like some of the bosses were just easy runovers, and the other ones, like the water guy, would just annihilate you. Yep. And yeah, and for some people, that's great. Oh, and then the final thing too was that I I don't love games where they decide that they can't have it be a fully cooperative experience, and so they have to slide in this little competitive thing of. Oh yeah, you need you you want to become the lead sheriff and mm -hmm. and I, and it just it never worked when I played it with anybody else or with myself. It just anyways, that one although the I loved the art and I loved the idea of the game, it just didn't work for me. And that was Town Folk Tussle. It was such a big disappointment. I didn't even get to play it with you. I know. I was <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, that's totally fine. Yeah. But yeah, that was for me. I have a question, though. On that one you're saying it's forcing you to do um, competitive nature, could you house rule it where ignore that? Or does that yeah, actually impact even, the game? You could even take the cards out, but that's taking out a third of the personal objective cards, oh. right? Uh, I think is what they're called, right? Because uh, they had ones in there where it's like, you know, purposely missed or something. I can't, I can't remember what they are at this point. But yeah, you could definitely take them out. They had a way to make it fully cooperative, for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, but I just... It just felt like they wanted you to have that in there. And so because of that, and they spent time doing that, they didn't do other cool things like making you actually use the train for the cool pieces. It's kind of like those Gloomhaven cards, right? The like personal objective. The personal things. objectives. Those ones were, I don't know why, but I didn't feel as bad about those no. ones. as I never as felt Tom. bad picking up as much treasure as I thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we always had the scoundrel walking around picking them all up as everyone else was doing the damage. Um, but, but yeah, anyways, it, you definitely can still play it fully co-op. Uh, and you can even remove the cards, but it just didn't. It just felt like they could have done something else with that, which would have been really cool. And instead, they spent the, their effort doing that, which I didn't love. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Bear. I'm gonna have you. Oh, you're yeah, you're so nice. Yeah. I, you know, I might give that back just in time. Yeah. Okay. No, so you, no, you won't. <laughs> my biggest disappointment, sadly, is something I was raving about for when I got it. I was super pumped for this game. I even got like annihilated on the channel for how excited I was for this game, and it's called Bard Song. Because like Bear was talking about how great it was, I was like, man, I just read a review and it wasn't very positive. And then I read another review and it wasn't very positive. I really like the character like development, the cards, all that kind of stuff. You're going, it just, uh, the thing, the problem is out of the box, this game is is not going to work. It, unless you house rule it, because like you have to play against the same enemies like 19 times in a row. Yeah. You finally get to the boss, and he's just a bigger version of the bad guys. And I'm just kind of like, okay, that's kind of cool for the first one. But then I looked and started paging through some of the storybook, and I was like, 
oh my gosh, they're going to make me fight these three dudes over and over again for like 10 missions. I'm like, okay, the story's little, it's there. And sometimes a story, you need the story to make it good. Sometimes you don't. This one kind of needed a story to really keep you going. And so at some point you could just almost house rule, just kind of do the one and done part thing of it and go to the next mission. But then you're not getting the experience or the gold and stuff. You're supposed to need to keep your characters level to the point where the monsters are. So much potential. I even painted some of it. Uh, usually, in case people don't know, some of the signs of whether or not I'm really into a game is if the game's painted. <laughs> I have painted, played with great minis that usually meant the game is on the way out the door. <laughs> yes. Some the, I even painted this one. I was super excited. I just wish it had more. I just think it, I, I just I think I was let down. I I like the idea of it's going to have like the being able to have this map just expanding around you, but then even the tiles would run into each other. And you're kind of like, well, what, what's going on here? Um, it had the shadow of the brimstone type feel to it. I was really hoping to have that feel again in this game, but maybe an upgrade, but nope. Shadow of brimstone still better, way better. And it really still will be. So Bard song. So sorry. Need to sing a better tune. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice one there. He's a father. <laughs> the eye knows. <laughs> the eye knows. Right, we pass it to. Oh, I gotta pass it. I'll go to Kanji. Uh, my biggest disappointment was Ether Fields. Oh. Um, I had <laughs> such high expectations for this game. There was the dream world. There was this moving around dreams, the puzzle aspect of having to turn cards. Everything sounds so cool on paper. And then it arrived, and I opened the rule book. <laughs> <laughs> and after, and after, I've already told y'all my struggles with rule books, but after wading through this miasma of a, of a rule book, um, I got to play the first game, and I was like, okay, cool. We're in the dream world. What the hell is... Okay, so I move here... <laughs> Okay, I gotta get a key from here. I gotta buy a shop here. Oh, look, something killed me. I gotta start over. Go back here. Let's walk through this piece. Let's go back through here. Good gravy. Okay, I got three keys. Please let me play your game. And then I got into the dream, and it was fun. <laughs> but the, everything else outside of that dream is... Ugh. And so then they said they'll redo the rule book they heard they heard people talking and they said that they'll add a mode where you could do dreamless sleep they called it where you don't have to go in the dream world and they shipped it and you still have to go in the dream world <laughs> and there is no dreamless sleep there's just more pain <laughs> so i was like i'm done and i sold this uh, uh so this did not land for me it was a huge expectation uh but i had high expectation for it but it felt I didn't sell this one. I use it for D and D minis. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good use of the minis for them. And I haven't tried it since the new stuff's come out, but I still have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> just just leave it on the shelf. Just leave it on the shelf. He, he, he read the rule book when he got, when he got COVID. He was reading the rule book and he was like messaging me. He was following me. He was like, "This game looks great, Colin. I can't wait to play." I'm like, Barrett, I have no. the energy Baird. of this is gonna be wonderful. <laughs> this game's well, hey, that, that makes sense. You can only read the rule book in delirium, and then that's how they wrote it. It was part of the theme, you losers. I just will oh, never man. forget it. I will never forget the messaging about how great the book the rule book was. <laughs> that rule, uh, anyway, I'll pass it, I'll pass it to Mike. I'll pass it to Mike. 
I'm, I'm getting like more and more out of uh, Zoom in here, but okay, yeah, my big, oh, there I am. My, my biggest disappointment, uh, sorry, Kanji, is Fires and Hildegard. So I never played the original Spire's End, and okay. fr fr from the comments, I get the sense that it, it has a little, like the, it's it's yes. more enjoyable if you kind of know that one, yeah. and, like some yeah. connections there. Yeah. Um, I'll totally agree with you that it's got amazing art. Love the art. Uh, the world building is kind of cool. The story, such as it is, is kind of interesting. The branching is pretty good. The thing that really killed this one for me the most and made my son totally stop playing it with me. Uh, so when you have a combat system in a narrative-heavy game, uh, I think you got to do one of two things. You got to have it give you some interesting choices, or you got to have it be fast. Uh, the, 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 the double, uh, death for me for this kind of game is a combat system that takes friggin' forever and has <laughs> zero choice or mitigation whatsoever, <laughs> except for like every once in a while you can spend one of these points that are really the hard feats. to save up. The feats, yeah, 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 the feats great. Yeah, yeah, you got like one of them, awesome. You got one And then, oh my gosh, like, uh, you know, not to spoil much, but like in between certain chapters, you have to do like the same fight every time. And it's like the longest, stupidest fight I've ever played. I'm like, this is great. Let's let's do it. It reminds me a lot of a, uh, okay, slight spoiler. Uh, Barrett and uh, Kyle know what I'm talking about. Remember in Sleeping Gods when like something happens and every time that happens, you have to do a really long, drawn out fight? Yes. And, and I think you all started skipping that fight after a while, right? Skip it. Skip it yeah, that's where I was for Spire's End. I was like, hey, and you know, at some point I was skipping every fight. I was like, well, maybe this isn't a great game if I'm skipping. Uh. <laughs> That's fair. So, uh, That's fair. So, so anyway, but but yeah, I mean the the art and and the the size and the branching is all fun. But yeah, yeah. I, and I, I and the thing is, uh, you know, people watching might not know this about me, but I get so many review copies. It's very rare for me to be like, I'm gonna pledge this game I've never heard of or played before. So I pledged this one myself. Got it. Played it with my son. Was super hyped. Wasn't that great? I played it myself like three or four more times solo. Yeah, and it just never worked for me, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, this this was and this is perfectly fine. I think that it'll be a hit or miss for people. I don't think there's a gray area in between for this one. It's either you're gonna like it or you won't. And so I, I love to see like, you know, the differences in that stuff. Yeah, and, and even like in the comments on my review, there are people who love Spire's End who are like, This is way worse than Spire's End, and there are people who love Spire's End that say it's just as good or better. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean opinions are what opinions are. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I think that's going to end the biggest disappointment category. I thought you were going to say the stream. You're like, yeah. it's cut off. Yeah, stream, no, it's <laughs> now we move on to the fight section of it. So, yeah. first in the ring. Fight. <laughs> fight. What fight? <laughs> no, that's kidding. Uh, no, moving on from biggest disappointment to biggest surprise. And Mike, you get to pick the first victim for this one. Well, Kim didn't really like do a game for the last one. So, Kim, what was your biggest surprise of the year? Um, what was my biggest surprise of the year? What did I put? Where am I looking? Oh, uh, Deep Rock Galactic. That mm. one surprised me because I didn't think it was a game for me. When Steve told me about it, he was like, "Yeah, you're mining and you're gonna fight bugs," and I was like, "Ew." So I, <laughs> I was I mean, not that, very excited Steve, about it. I didn't know. Steve knows IP. how to sell a game. Yeah, yeah I, I you're mining and there's bugs. Where it was coming from. <laughs> um, but then I got there and I couldn't chop a damn wall. And oh, tell me about it. Like, tell me about it. 
It was just great. I had a very fun time playing it, and I was surprised. And I'm looking forward to when we do receive it because I want to play some more. But um, yeah, again, it was just because I, the theme didn't grab me, but I I actually really liked it. So it was a good time. But that I remember that wall. That's it's recorded in our. It's the second video we have. The preview Is it video. The second one. Yeah, you had you couldn't destroy. You took a four acts to destroy a wall. Somebody did. <laughs> it's it's a one in six chance to miss. Yeah, the probability of it was stupid, and the fact that it still sticks with me, I think, speaks to like the amount of fun we had in the yeah, game. It was so fun. So I think so that fun. just being able to pull those memories from like this game or any other game that you play with, I think, speaks yeah. volumes to the impact that it could have on you. So yeah, 100%. super excited for this to to hit our table again when it delivers. Yep. Cool. Uh, who do you pick for your next victim? Uh, Kanji. Kanji. Yeah. Uh, biggest surprise. I got to look at my list. Well, biggest surprise, surprise, surprise. Marvel United. Ooh, oh, yeah. Good choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I stayed away from season one. I didn't even know about a season two campaign. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, chibi minis. And then uh, my, Steve was like, you should try the game out. And look where so you I are tried now. The game. And I, so I tried the game out, and then 15 plays later, then 100 plays later. <laughs> uh, this this game is uh, is it's it's amazing. So uh, it's great to play with your kids. It's a really great game to play with your kids. It's a really game to play really quick. Um, so it just I don't know. It was just fun. I enjoyed it. That's that's my big surprise. Cool. Good uh, so let me go to Barrett. Me. Oh, my biggest surprise. I have, okay. I'm going to attempt to pronounce it. Please be gentle. Land of Galza. Galzir. This was my surprise. I got this game thinking, oh, okay, it'll be a nice little adventure game. It'll be kind of fun. I was actually surprised at actually how good this was. The stories are actually pretty nice to play. It's quick to set up. And not only that, you actually are done. You can be done, and, and usually it's about seven or eight turns. You're kind of done. You can pack it up. You had a nice little adventure, and that was it. And it persists, and you can play it with anybody whenever you want to. It's not like something I have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, Colin, we got to reset the game to zero. And he can just jump right in and play. It's just I was really <coughs> surprised at the at just how easy this was to play and get to the table. Um, I've been able to just play it, and all of a sudden my son can just come in and play the next one with me and be done, and the kids go to bed, and my wife can jump <coughs> in, we can play again, and just keep on going. The stories that were happening, I thought, were actually very entertaining. I didn't have any problem with them. Um, and it's a simple dice check system that works. It works pretty fun. It's And you get, like, all the, if you do well, you get things. If you don't do well, you get bad things. Hey, there's, there might be a little bit of a kind of downward spirals at some point, but if you fail too many in a row, it gets, they get, uh, sometimes get a little harder. But also you get cards that sometimes make it easier. So it all kind of bounce around. I like this one. This was a big surprise. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Colin, how about you? Oh, <clears throat> okay. Well, you know, keeping with my too many games, I actually picked two games. Uh, so, <laughs> so Colin, I gotta you tell you, when you sent that to Steve, I was told not to say, again. What the heck? I gave directions. Did I just see Barrett throw a tantrum? I got the call from Steve saying you can pick more than one game, so I thought that meant I was supposed to pick more than one. <laughs> <laughs> this one, seven. I didn't for get this that one. Poll, you weren't paying attention. 
Um, <laughs> Steve's so, on my naughty list. I will go at two, 2.0 speed, okay? 2.0 speed. All right, first one is Return to Dark Tower, right? Yes, Return to Dark Tower. Okay, this game, I was thinking it was just going to be a total, uh, you know, just kind of a fluff game. Uh, where you just put the tower out. Oh, it's fun. Put the things down and whatever. This is actually good. Mm-hmm. I, I've played that now with my kids at least 12 times, and Connor loves it. I mean, just the choosing the cards to flip over for the enemies and getting to pick it together. Uh, it is super fun. You've got your push your luck. Do I want to keep going when you're going against the boss? You've got all the different bosses, all the different foes. All the, you, know, you only have six heroes with the expansion. But you've got all these different things you can combine for a unique experience. If somebody had a really fun experience, too, you can find their little game code, put it in, and you can use their combination. And then you can compare how you did and all of this stuff. I'm super impressed with this game. The only kick to this one is it's two hours long minimum. I mean, Mm. with two people, it's still two hours long. And so I wish it could just be even 30 minutes faster. But otherwise, I was surprised on that one. Okay, second one. And this is because of this guy right here. I have never really been into the aliens world, right? <laughs> but we played Nemesis Lockdown. Into my yes. Oh my gosh, that game. And then I played it solo on my own. And I played it with my wife. And we just anyways, that game's fun. That you know, I haven't found a game that no matter what provides you tension with every move, because you move, you gotta roll for that noise. You spend the two cards to move quietly, you still gotta place the noise. You always have this you know, tension in it. And I love that. And, and there's a lot of games where you you ramp up and then it's kind of you coast to the end or you never really get that tension. This one, you have it every step of the way. And I love that. And I love that when the aliens come and you hit them, you have no idea what their health is. Oh, you I got know, that, Steve? He I likes Steve that. doesn't love that. <laughs> I don't like it either. <laughs> never live that down. <laughs> I want more games like that. I love that I don't know. I, don't, I love that I don't know how much health they have. How am I supposed to actually know that? I hit them once. They only have, they have three, but I only did two damage. Hit them next time. Well, this time they have five health, so I still didn't kill them. That's so cool. Oh, anyways, I loved that game. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. So those are my two... Um, of whatever I just said. Biggest surprise. And I think it's over to you, Steve. Is it me? Okay. You're proud. Oh, yeah, I haven't done yet. That's right. He <laughs> okay. just knew you. I know. Okay, so well, I'm going to echo was... what Kim said for one of them. Ooh, did, Deep you break, did you break your own rule? I broke my rule. Yeah. Hypocrite. I know. <laughs> what rule did you break? Did you only have one? No, no, no. There's not only one. Just like keep it, you know, one or two is fine. But there's okay. one later on this list, you'll find Colin's uh, one. Have had some fun, so. What? We'll what are you talking about? Right. Anyway, Deep Rock Galactic. I agree with you. I knew nothing of the video game. I just saw the board game. It looked cool. I wound up playing it. I wound up loving it. We played it multiple times a day. And then we had to pass it on to the next person. Yeah, to play for like with it. five like, days in a row, just play a bunch of it. We couldn't stop playing it. Um, and then we pass it on. And then I decided, you know what? This was so fun. Let me check out the video game. Check the video game. Now I'm loving the video game. I can't wait for this game to arrive. So it's supposed to be here any day now, really. It should be now. But yeah, big surprise. Didn't know anything about it. And now I'm all in. I can't wait to see what comes next with it. It's got a really cool mechanic where you can, like, dig out the wall so you can change the terrain, the line of sights for you. And it's just a fun game. It's hard to describe. It's just really fun. And and Ryan's right. Our son had a great time. And that that does have an impact on what hits the table is whatever our son will play as well. Um, Not to say this is a kid's game or anything no, like no. that but um you you've been cultivating caleb to be a board yep. gamer since he was two 
So he'll play. Raising the right. I'm all about management here in Rocking Stone. This is a great game. Love it. Can't wait for it. The So the other one I'll mention real quick, and this is a big surprise because we previewed it and that was pretty good. And then you were like, let's check. They, uh, they offered a review copy. So, okay, let's give it, let's give it a chance to look at the actual game. Because I know on TTS we had some troubles with the mod working. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. That's Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> we played this game and at like when you look at how it plays it seems very basic to say the least like you move to this point you roll some dice you move on right but the quest deck is so good in this game there's so many stories and branching paths and it, it, it we've had so many adventures and i've replayed this a ton of times and i've only seen the same quest of starlines a couple times i am still the thane of winterhold yeah i just want to make sure everybody knows my proper title um, I, yeah, I like this game. However, I, and I've mentioned this before, Steve, where I wish it had more collaboration. Yes. Like you kind of go off on your own. So it's not really a co cooperative game that I, there it could be more cooperative. Yeah, it could I agree. Be. It could I agree. Be. That's my, that's my yeah. definitely con for this as well. But like, it was surprised me how much I actually enjoyed this. And, um, go ahead. yeah, this, the board game versus the first pass on tabletop, like, that tabletop did not work for me. Yeah, it didn't work it for me was either. so bad for me. I, it was such a turn off. But. but yeah, we're gonna bring this one back to the channel. We liked it that much, so it'll be coming out probably next week, mm -hmm. actually. So yeah, big fan of that one. <laughs> okay, I, Mike, you haven't gone yet, have you? I've not. Let's. Oh, you sorry, can do your, yours next. All right. So, uh, but by the way, Colin, um, I, I don't know what you're talking about with Nemesis Lockdown. I, I look at you, and I know you have 13 hit points. Like a level two oh. fighter out here, man. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so my uh, biggest surprise of the year is ISS Vanguard. Ooh. And I got to kind of explain this one a bit. So right around when this was on like uh, crowdfunding was maybe a little bit after I had, uh, you know, first put Tainted Grail as my number one game of the year. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then someone famously like called it very soon afterwards after I got bored with the grind. It wasn't my number one game anymore. So I was like, oh, it's sort of like anti-Awaken Realms kick. And then like I feel like this one was launching like like I I, I like I previewed Stars of Akarios and really enjoyed that. And then like Colin was talking about how great Unbro uh, not Unbroken, <laughs> Unsettled was. And like that one was amazing. I was like, well, who needs ISS Vanguard? I was like, ah, this is like stupid. This is gonna be dumb. So it, it was it was less that like uh I didn't know about it, and then I was surprised. It was more like I expected it to just not be good or to be, like, overwrought and was surprised. So, yeah, I, I think this one is great. Um, I, I do think, like, it, it has some mechanical weak points. The planet exploration is not always amazing. Uh, the ship management can be a little bit uh, repetitive sometimes. But the storyline behind it, kind of like the sum of its parts, the sort of uh, XCOM-stylish, like, management and upgrading of your, like, your ship and your your lander and your crew and your like cart. Yeah. Uh, all, all the stuff. I, I just really uh, got super into this one. I've only slowed down because Peter and Jerry are liking a lot too, like my main gaming groups. So and now we're, uh, we're slowly working through the campaign along with like the 15 other campaign games that we're working through <laughs> and we'll finish one day. Um, what are you talking about? But, but this is one of the ones like, we're even like, ah, you know, before we start Frosthaven, let's finish ISIS Vanguard. And that's saying something, you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I did this one. I, I didn't expect much and it actually was really, really great. At least for me. Awesome. 
cool. Mike, you're making me want to play it so bad. That, that's it on hurts. My, that's it on my, hurts. That's on my list under games I wish I could have played more to actually raise on these. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're, yeah I, I was lucky enough to get like an early copy, so I haven't played yeah. longer I played than, the than intro most people. Stuff, so I didn't feel well enough to be able to put yeah. that anywhere. I read the intro. That's all that I did. And watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Let's move on to the big category everyone's waiting for. Did everybody do their? Yeah. Okay. We did it. Okay. Game of the year. Oh, I thought it was upcoming game that long. I, I know. Come on. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> He's just giving out the Emmy right now. Stick around for this other part. Stick around afterwards. <laughs> so, Mike, who are you going to pick to start? I mean, I feel like I know at least one, if not two, people who will have the exact same one as other people. So I don't know. Uh, Kanji, I'm not sure what you're going to pick. Go ahead. Game of the year. What? You know what I'm going to pick. I mean, I kind of know what you're going to pick, but I'm not as sure. I have two. I have two. So uh, the first one. I have two. How does that make it you? The, fir the first one is Osworn. Osworn is a, it, it it I when this game was announced and I was watching Toby talk about the sculpting of the models and how he he did his Twitch videos on that and Jamie talking about the mechanics and whatnot I was like this game's gonna be a slam dunk I I, I wasn't gonna call it anything other than it's just gonna be amazing it's gonna be fun and I stayed hyped for it the whole time and when it delivered well when it eventually delivered to me <laughs> you were. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, of, because of a specific fulfillment company um but when it was delivered to me i dove into it um and i played it and it was amazing it is a boss battler um and i love the part where it was for people who don't like story and they just want to get into the boss battler there's a skip ahead for that go fight the boss have fun at it uh for people who want to be into the story there's a side story that builds out a really great story up to those fights. And so that light, that mix where it, was, where it, it gave two different options, the, um, the, each hero is different. Um, I went to go playing full companions because managing four yep. people can be tough solo. Hey, two, pe two people who play. <laughs> when you're solo, it gets harder. <laughs> so, I can't imagine, Kanye. So um, doing that and just the, the quality of the miniatures, um, the, each, hero, each hero that I've played so far, each Osworn is, has been different in, in, in their own way. And so it makes it my number one. Um, this top, top, top. The other one that I picked is Marvel United. <laughs> and, and a lot of people say, well, it delivered last year. And to me, it was, uh, it, this is where Steve and I talked about it, because I was like, the, the content that made the game sell for me delivered mm. this year, yeah. um, which was all the season two bonus content, Sister Six stuff, which was season one. But the, um, the good God, the Horsemen of the Apocalypse, the Sentinels, all this other stuff that builds out to really branch this game out and make it amazingly beautiful. And as you can see how much I love it, Steve, Kim, and I play it. We're doing our crossover campaign, and we're already on episode 40 of it and still going. So Are you serious? I think that's yep. pretty awesome. 40, yeah. 40 games. Oh, my yeah. God. But I didn't realize it was that much. <laughs> but, but, that's, uh, but that's how much, uh, hopefully that's how much fun you're having it's a with good it. Thing. Is that, yeah, it's a is good that, thing. Is that you didn't even realize how, how much we're playing it. So those are my two number ones. 
I'm actually going to shift it since Mike was last. I'm going to shift it back to Mike. Let me hear your. Uh, let me hear your number one. Well, surprise, surprise! My game of the year is Spires and Hildegard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's uh, It's also Oathsward. Um, <laughs> Although I, I will say this was a very tough one for me. Um, like Oathsworn was battling with uh, Isle on something shiny. And, and then like coming out of like dead, dead last and just zooming up to try to take the, the first place heat pedal to the metal. Like give, give me another month with that game and that'll probably be my number one game of 2022. But I've only had it for like two weeks and that seemed a little bit silly. But yeah, but uh, besides that, I'll just echo everything. Uh, everything you already said about Oathsworn, um it's it's beautiful I, I actually wish the minis were like half the size or i wish they'd sent me the standy version wah wah that's a first world <laughs> problems there i wish that it was like one box of game instead of like the 18 boxes that i think everything's stored in right now but it's all at peter's house so not my problem <laughs> not my problem um but yeah, I think the combat in this one is really great. I think the story is great if you want to dig into it. And if you don't, like Kanji said, just zip on through TLDR. I'm, I'm on to the next fight. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a perfect game um, for me. There are, I, I would yeah. most complain about items and leveling. I think both of those are a little bit weaker than I would prefer. But uh, all the rest is excellent. So yeah, this one's awesome. And you know what? What the heck? Hey, Baron, what's your top game of 2022? I picked Myth. Yes! They only launched Myth this year. And so I had to put up any. No, I didn't. Oh um, I've actually got two. Well, you've got two. You were complaining. <laughs> I do have Old Sworn as my number one, as one of the ones. And I, I don't know how much more I need to no, say about no, this. We don't need We love it. it. Uh, the second one was Lockdown Nemesis, both oh, coming out God. this year. These were my two number ones for this year. And again, I don't think I need to talk too much more about this one. I've done, what, five or six plays. There is a campaign that we didn't talk about for Lockdown, which they actually did right. It is a, a cooperative campaign if you wish to play it. It's really cool. The original one from the original Nemesis was awesome. The one from Aftermath was a biggest, hugest disappointment because it was oh, not cooperative. It. it was competitive. Oh, was I didn't really yeah, I didn't play that one. Really weird I, for a campaign when you're trying to do it. But, you know, the game itself is... Semi co-op. So in, in the end, I guess that kind of goes for it. So those are my few number ones. We should have just done it at once. We're going to one, two, have. three. Oh, sword. Sword. <laughs> I'm going to guess Kyle's going to pick that one too. How did you know? I'm going to take a wild, you know, yeah. heart attack and not surprised. What else did I say? So my number one was Oathsworn. I mean, it was, it's the game that I've probably played the most, had the most fun. I, I personally, although the story is incredibly dark, just experiencing yeah. it with Berndt and, yeah. and reading on his channel too and talking with it through people has been phenomenal. I could see if you're re if you're playing it on your own, you kind you know the story you don't need to have the story, but man, when you were playing it with a group of people reading through that story, making those tough decisions, I love that. I, I love that we try and save every civilian and Bear tries to kill every civilian. Right? All right. All right. Save all the civilians, <laughs> the bad guys come after you. Who cares? That's what we're here for. We're all sworn, man. Baron, I, love Baron. I killed I so many too. Oh, <laughs> I didn't try to, but they all died in my play. <laughs> I mean, I every time and he kills them. He's like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, we got 18 refugees. <laughs> How much food are we going to feed? 18. <laughs> we only have 19. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I do love that you only, have, you only have six health, so generally the combat is pretty tight, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're way overpowered. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've only had a few scenarios where we felt mm-hmm. like we kind of blew it out. Most of them come down with people one or two health, which is great. Uh, it gives you that opportunity of cards versus dice, but we just always use dice for us cards for the boss. It's just easier. But I do like they give that. I feel like it's one of those newer, it's a newer age game where it's giving you all these options and you can put in what you want, which is really cool. And I know that means it's a lot more for production, but it does mean that people can enjoy it from different levels. People who are crazy and want standees, Mike, go for it. You can have a standee. People I mean, I, I would prefer twigs and small rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to think that you probably have loved that it's been on the same board the whole time, unlike, you know, sword yeah. and sword getting the stupid tiles out or something. You know, that's been nice at least. And you just get some trees and some walls and you're good to go. Um, but, but yeah, it, what else can you say? Love the game. That's my number. You one. said a lot more than I thought you would have. A lot of I'm sorry. I, just, I dug into a little bit. You're I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I love it. Kim, I want to hear yours. If you don't say Oathsworn, we're going to have to choose one of these. They don't have Because it was boss battler, giant minis, and huge boxes, and. And you didn't want all that? I didn't want all that. Wait, 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 wait. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. Let's see, now, now this is making me want to play it more. I mean, because watching Barrett and Colin in the madness um, is fun. But like, <laughs> all right, it's, it's, it's something I'm going to have to try. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell everyone watching, that's a rookie mistake. You know, if you watch Barrett and Colin play anything, you're like, I want to have that kind of fun too. You won't. They're <laughs> lying to you. So true. <laughs> we are not lying. Kim, I'll bring it next game of Palooza. You can try it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, um, Kim, we're sorry yes. we interrupted. Oh, we, I want to hear what your number one is really bad. I'm 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 pivoting um, because I didn't put this on the table. She's till, calling it audible. I, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't consider it until Kanji mentioned it. But if we're counting it, I would also say Marvel United, the extra stuff that oh. came out this year. Um, <laughs> but I didn't think about it because I'm like, oh, it's an expansion. It's the same thing. But no, if we're counting it, this is it. Um, because we played 40 times <laughs> or more. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I know we were chatting on the stream where, yeah, the base set is is very kid-friendly, um, but as you really get into it and the more complicated and extra things that they add, it, it just brings so much more value to the game, and I have a great time with it. Um, so then I would say my runner-up would be Marvel Zombies. Um, <gasps> And I think this is mainly because we play with Kanji <laughs> when he comes over for Game of Palooza. Um, and it's a good time. I really love uh, Zombie Side, but it can be so painfully long. Uh-huh. And this is a nice, you know, quick, I want to smash zombies in the face and be a superhero. So it's a lot of fun for me, too. Yeah. So I was surprised you like this one that much, but I, I didn't see it. I definitely see it. Yeah, but it's like what I'm saying. As long as the group of people you're playing with is mm-hmm. fun, then that brings more value to whatever game I'm playing. Definitely, so definitely. if we played this Kanji and I and we like had a terrible time, this would be in the trash and we wouldn't play it again. So <laughs> like it's it's very dependent. That's fair. That's fair. So. Well, well, I have all the stuff coming, so uh, that'll be making its way there to play. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's it's the peach. I'm not gonna say that our beverage of choice doesn't have an impact. <laughs> but that's fair that's fair <laughs> maybe maybe yep yep good choices 
Did Steve pick the last pick? Steve, you didn't do yours. Steve's gonna pick you both. You both. You both. No, just me. Love you. Yeah. Good. She actually gets hits at me all the time. Sorry. <laughs> no, you don't matter. It's fine. <laughs> it's been 15 years. Oh, no. I'll jump on my game of the year. So my game of the year is a game that I wouldn't have normally made it this high on my list, but it's hit so well for so many people. I've had so much fun with it. I have I have point point as my game of the ah. year, and that is Paint the Roses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. It is fantastic. Yes. It is. It is. It is so interesting how you can. It could be someone's turn in the game, but everyone is engaged during that turn because anyone can guess. And it's the the deduction elements really great. The modules that have expansions put a fun twist on it. We brought us camping with us. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I came on a camping trip in the mountains. Right. We brought it with us, and we <laughs> I introduced it to one of our friends, and literally. After she played like once or twice, she every like there's a five minute break. She's like, can, can we sneak in a game right now? <laughs> I don't know how many times you played with her. Must be like ten times. But this is what tell I'm saying. Tell them the first hit's free. Introduce people. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very it's inviting. It's easy to pick up. Um, do read the rules and put your token on the right thing. And Ryan has a good point here. Uh, it can it's really good for live plays because people watching live can actually guess. Yeah. You can actually participate in the gameplay while you're watching it, which is awesome. And people can drop in and out any time, really. It's it's very flexible. So, yeah. A lot of big pluses for this one. This one has to be my game of the year. Yeah. So. Good choice. I would agree. Great choice, Steve. Good choice. Yeah. Really. I thank you all for introducing me to that one. That that was a, that is a really fun game. Okay, we're moving along. Moving so that was all the games that have come out this year. Now we'll talk about upcoming games. Going to upcoming categories. So first one, upcoming undelivered games. So this is something that we already know what's about. We might have previewed it. We probably have backed it. It's coming along. It's coming to us, but it hasn't quite reached us yet. And probably be here like next year. Uh, but that's what this category is about. So um, Mike, how about you start this one off? Well. Uh... <laughs> So uh, this is a game called Tainted Grail. <laughs> try again. Try again. It was, like my, it was like my number one game of some year, like 2019 or something. And then it wasn't anymore. <laughs> and now it is again, baby. Let's go. Tainted Grail, Kings of Ruin. Uh, yeah, look, look, look at that poor. That, that's the only image I could find of it, too, Steve. I, I wish they had a better picture of BGG. I know. I wish you a better one, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I said this on my recent uh, top crowdfunding video where it was my number one, but, uh, you know, take all the great stuff about Cantain and Grail because there's so much great stuff there. Like, really great exploration, excellent world building, really awesome narrative, like, such cool just, like, going around and finding things and, like, exploring these different locations. The combat system is really cool as long as it doesn't overstay its welcome. Kings of Ruin is like, hey, you know how we used to make you eat food every day? Nope, you don't need it anymore. Who cares? Oh, you know how it used to cost time to explore every single little thing? Nope, it doesn't cost time anymore. Just do it. Just, uh, explore the story. Go. You know how you used to fight combat like every every second turn? Now you fight like every five or six turns. It's actually fun. Like every, like, you can go to my old, like, Shelf Life episode where I called it. Every complaint. I guess somebody was listening. They were like, nope, take that out of the game. Take that out of the game. Take that out of the game. All that's left. It's like, what about... Like, what about the men her lighting? That thing I hated. Okay, that's gone too. That's gone too. That's gone too. Oh god. Oh my god. It's all everything is fixed. I'm not even kidding you. Everything is fixed. You can go when there's not a men here if you really want to. It might hurt you a little bit, but you don't even have to have the Yeah, like you can just walk it like the Yeah, so so uh 
I even if I'm getting a copy of it as a saddest thing, like I might be like, yeah, give up. But I it and I'm so impressed with how they, they listened to the fans and kind of updated it. And I'm I am ultra excited. Uh, but let's go, you know, let's wrap it right back to Steve. Just mess with the order. Okay, my if you guys know me, this probably comes to no surprise because I've been waiting this game forever. So I'm gonna have two listen on here because of that reason. Um, obviously, I Guard. guard. This oh, game sings to me. Oh, it will, we played awesome. this. We were fortunate to play the demo. I'm changing my answer. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> so this game is fantastic. Open world, really cool chip pulling system, gauging combat. Um, the world has different regions where as you explore more, you learn that, hey, the wolves can be found in this region. I might need a wolf pelt to craft this item. You, you, there's like fishing in it and it is awesome a really good narrative like it's done by um foretell does narrative as well professionally done it is fantastic i can't wait for this to arrive it's gonna be a huge box but i'm really excited for this one nice so that is upcoming um the other one that is similar regard and also can't wait to get is iridia oh yes and we play this one yes. oh gosh this one's so cool with how you have this global world we can move around and you zoom into different areas um <clears throat> with different boards and as you interact with it um the board will remember your stage and change which is really really cool um it, I, so this is not a spoiler i'm totally making this up it could be something like i i interacted with this cottage at some point i burned it down well now i take a new uh map out and it's got the picture of the burned cottage on there which is really <laughs> cool has npcs where it gives you clues on how they speak and how they interact so you can have some fun role, role playing like that. And the combat has this interesting, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like a, a natural uh, dynamic in it, where if I'm swinging a, an axe, or it comes from a top down or sword crossover, and so you have to like connect the dots on these enemies and cancel out the hit points, these hit zones to take them all out. <laughs> So it's got a lot of cool things going for it. Really excited for this one as well. That's Iridia. Yeah. So I'm saying this is like a, a DMless D&D. Yes. Yeah. These are both open world fantasy, fantasy games. Yeah. Yep. Fully co-op. I'm, I'm going to go, go because I'm changing all my answers. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm changing mine too, Kim. So we're going to roll here. Yeah. I, I echo all that. Those I'm really looking forward to. But I think, again, because we had fun playing the first time and I just want to see where it goes. And I hope that it holds that high level of expectation um, because it's really built up. I mean, he's... Which pumped. one are you talking about? Both of them. Both but, of them, okay, okay. But yeah, so Iridia and Isovarian Guard are, are really hyped, particularly, in, and I'm hoping they they deliver because so. he's... Oh, um, so, uh, I'm looking forward to those. The one that I actually put that I thought of that I that I want to, again, play more of and see more of is um, SAS. We did a demo of this relatively recently. My only gripe is I, I want them to put loot in this game and like be able to change my weapons and be a little bit more flexible in that sense. And if they do that, then I think this will hit a lot better for me. Um, so I guess those are my three answers for what I'm looking forward to. This one has a really cool sandbox too. I'm really yeah. excited to see how that works where you can like build your own puzzles and kind of set up your own scenarios, which is, I really enjoyed that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping we'll see how it develops. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I want a little bit more than what we played with. So yeah. Okay. Good choice. Uh, Baron, what do you got? Me? 
All right. I didn't, know, I, I didn't know about this category, so I'm going from the top here. Uh, so some of the ones I'm interested in coming soon, we're going to scratch all the itches here. we got Dawn of Madness is my horror game. Um, I've got Seven Citadel coming. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my adventure game. Yeah, yeah. Um, my please don't fail me phone. Um, and then what, what just happened? Oh, I figured it out now. Uh, and then the, I'm really interested in the Harakari that uh, Blades of Honor is another one I'm interested in. And the Kingdoms Forlorn. Those are kind of the, some of the stuff I'm kind of really looking forward to. I'm not going to tell you anything about them because all I am doing is seeing them on my Kickstarter. Thing here. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know what, what's, what, and what's, what itch they scratch. So I'm pretty excited for seeing what all the, when these actually come and stuff like that. Wait, so yours isn't Citadel? It's all of them? Well, I didn't know that. I have anticipated for next year. I didn't have, like, not delivered. So oh. there were two lists. There was upcoming games not launched I have and upcoming that. games not delivered. I didn't get the delivered one. I didn't I, I didn't see that. He didn't read that. <laughs> this is what I deal with playing games with him. He reads about half the card. I can do this, right? Like, did you read the whole card? Well, I have seven Citadel for you, so I don't get the other ones, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all right. That's fine. All right. I'm done. <laughs> So those are just some of the games I'm interested in coming out. I mean, and also, I'm going to call Madara's second act. I'm really excited for it. He's going to play that with me. Nope. I'll nope. skip that one. <laughs> Never going to play it with me. So, And, of course, the Gambler's Chess from Kingdom Death Monster. Yeah. We will be drilling to my house. We'll be doing unboxing. We'll make all the minis. We'll paint them all. And we'll play that hopefully within a day. Yep. I'm going to take a week off in that game. Right? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> okay, so, Mike, go ahead. Now that I've probably listed off about Mike already three. went. Oh, did he? He already went, dude. I wasn't listening. No, right, you're Colin. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Stop hitting your, your guest. That's what your wife said. Okay. Whoa, what? I, so, I, wait, so, 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 so first, Baron uh, hits his guest, and then he puts his children behind the wall? I'm behind the wall. I don't know if you heard any of that conversation. Uh, <laughs> We're seeing a pattern here. We're seeing a pattern. <laughs> Okay, so I didn't just have one or two or three or four. Or five. I had six games. Yeah, you showed I, me his I, list, so I'm like, <laughs> here's the deal. I'm not That's what you get. <laughs> Message me back so, saying they want their pictures. I don't understand why. It's not that hard. I'm just kidding, Steve. Um, okay, so I love boss battlers, I'm finding out. Unlike Town Phone Tussle, that's one exception. But I have loved so many boss battles, so I, battlers. So I have Monster Hunter and Primal, both that I watched Mike stuff on, and oh my gosh, I am so pumped for those. Well, you didn't watch me do Monster Hunter because I didn't cover that. Oh, you didn't do Monster Hunter. You did Primal. Who did Monster yes. I don't know. Anyway, I love Primal. Primal. I love Primal. Oh my gosh, Primal was awesome. Um, Aridia, we already talked about. I am super excited for the new Sleeping Gods because I think mm. he took a lot of the ideas just just like with Tainted Grail where there's there was lots of fun in that game, but also a lot of, oh, really, again, in, in Sleeping Gods, and I think he kind of helped. And the combat looks way cooler with the card play and everything, too. Uh, so I'm really excited for that one. I'm really excited for the Unsettled uh, expansion. Yeah. I want more planets. I've now played all of them, so I just want more. I just want more. Uh, that's actually why I'm so excited for ISS Vanguard is because I just want to explore planets. I know it might not be the greatest, but who cares? I will just... For whatever reason, that just speaks to me to just explore planets and see what's there. I, I love it. And then the last one I had on here was Soul Raiders. That was another one, Mike, I think I watched mm-hmm. play on. And I loved that one. For whatever reason, I love the idea oh, of the, the card, card system. Yeah. yeah. And you're you're moving through the cards. And it kind of made me think of, well, it just it, it looked a little bit like Seventh Continent, but in much smaller 
area and you're exploring and that's one that i can play and then i can easily sell after when i'm done or give it to barry i agree like with that. everything so, you said over here yeah those were my six six games i actually so i looked i have 41 games coming in kickstarter so yeah that's why i picked six that's a pretty good percentage right <laughs> i didn't put those other ones on there that's okay i have so, zero yeah okay all right kanji it's up to you um for my upcoming games i put one but i'm i just thought of another one um but the first one is isofarian guard um i've i, I believe i watched rolling solo do a preview of this one and since that was first previewed i was like sold mm -hmm. so i went all in on this and um yeah i'm super pumped for this steve's talked about it so don't need to go any further than that my second one which i just pulled up was the uh terraforming mars the dice game yes wow. yes um i'm a huge fan of terraforming mars i love it I, I think it's a great game. I know it's not a co-op game. I know it's it's competitive, but uh, it just kind of scratches that itch that's in there. But when I saw the um, the dice game added, I am not a fan of Ares Expedition. I'm not, but <laughs> I I'm, I I don't I I just it just didn't. Ugh. But when I saw the um, that they were coming out with the dice game, I was like, this is the perfect compact size of this big monstrous game. And so that's, that's kind of my, my excited for, but, but Ryan has a point. It's dice. Are you sure you want to do that? I, I have, I have settled into the fact <laughs> that, that there, there has, there's balance in the world, right? If I roll terribly, if, if I roll terribly, that means the rest of y'all get to roll natural twenties. So oh, I will take that the hit. Universe, the board game universe. <laughs> I'm on to take that hit so that y'all can be successful in your gaming. I really want to know, Angie, what did you not like about Ares? Because I, I mean, did you play Race for the Galaxy? I loved Ares Expedition. I, I didn't play. I didn't play Race for the Galaxy. Oh, I, didn't okay. play that. Uh, okay. I didn't like uh, with with terraforming Mars. I love the draft. I love the the chains of things. Okay. With Ares Expedition, it was like, okay, well, you could do this, but you can't do this, and it, it, it I just felt confined. Okay, totally. And so that's that's what turned it off for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I guess the reason why I like it so much is because I've played Race and it just was putting Terraforming Mars and Race together. And I love that idea because I mm -hmm. love the phase idea where you're trying to guess what your opponents or if you're playing cooperatively, like you play this phase, I'll play this phase. And we can, you know, that was what I loved that part of yeah, it. So, yeah. But I totally understand. Okay. Yeah. Well, I only played three fourths of the game. Yeah. Then... Well, Robin played the rest of it for you. <laughs> You're gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna draft this, and I'm gonna do this face. Like, why would you do that face? This face so you get this. Like, okay, now I'm gonna try it. No, no, we just gotta please do cards over and over. Okay, okay, production action, production action. You're done. We win. Well, it was a roller coaster. Well, if you want to talk about Robin, Robin has a hard time sometimes with certain games that they have a hard time winning, like um, Robinson Crusoe, yes. and so. Yeah, yes. and so that one, she was just like, we have to win it once, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> not listening to you. Come to the table. Finally, we won. We text Colin. Or pull up, Colin, uh, do we have to get to the end of the yeah. in order to do it good? Or when we're on the boat, are we good? No, you got to get to the end. You're lying, Colin! You're lying! I don't believe you! It was amazing. Oh, my wife's amazing. I oh, so, so good. So good. All right, so uh, let's see here. Who's, who's next? 
Okay. I, so think, that's good. I think we all went for that one. Yeah, we all went for that one. Oh, we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, uh, wraps up that uh, category. So let's move on to the final category tonight. That's upcoming games that haven't launched yet. So things we really don't know a whole lot of information about. Uh, the Kickstarter is coming up or it's going to be released sometime in the future. But we're looking forward to finding out more about it. So because, let's see, who went last? Oh, Ken, uh, Kanji, you went last. So you yeah. can pick the uh, first victim. Do I say it or do I pick? You do pick I say yourself. my game? Or... Either okay. one. You can pick uh, yourself. I pick myself? Okay, we'll pick myself then. I'm so... <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Sankakushin. Uh, the that I that so. appears. <laughs> I didn't know what you were making up some words. Like, what is he watching? Super Califragilisticexpialidocious. There you go. That's what I did. No, Sankakushin, I believe it's called the Five Sacrifices. That's supposed to be coming out. Um, that that's supposed to be hitting Kickstarter. What like early Q Q one Q two of next year to go to Kickstarter? But they've been talking about it for about three years now. But the stuff that they've been releasing. The images that they've been showing and the what they've what little they've released so far has really set up like I'm like, ooh, this sounds like this will be really cool. Where it's a um a world that shifts based on decisions you make. You don't have to it, it feels like that there's a boss battler, but you can actually not fight the boss. You can talk him out of fighting. You can I love how, <laughs> wait. Colin got all excited. Jared's like, who would ever do that? So, <laughs> you, saw, you, saw the, you saw the switch off. But, <laughs> but, you can, but that's the choice, though. That's the choice is that you can fight You can fight the big bad. You can befriend the big bad. You can you can not fight the big bad, but make an enemy out of him for the fight him later. It, it's it's very malleable, the, the, the story, and you get to build your own story the way that you want to. And so that really has me interested. I'm not a huge fan of the fan service stuff that comes with yeah. with, with with Japanese, you know, with, with JRPG stuff. That's not my bag. But I do like a good story. Um, give me a good story, I'll, I can look past stuff. This is the reason why I love KDM. I build my own world and my own story, but it has that art, right? So this this is my um, this is my kind of huge not launch waiting for to spend a ton of money on. All right, uh, I'm going to go to... Let me go to Kim. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't put one, but I'm adding one. So I'm going <laughs> to say the one that... You have it. Oh, I have it. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I'd say season three of United, but I didn't yeah. initially put this because it might... I don't want to say it's it's more of the same. It's not. They're adding more to the game. I just don't know what it is, and I hope it's amazing. Um, and we just keep having more united place <laughs> so yeah that that's it pretty much straightforward there yeah they they always do something some twist so we'll find out what the twist is later i'm sure but i hope we'll i hope it. it's good um but a part of me wonders like what else can they do in terms of oh i i can tell it... you i can tell you so really? many other things they could do oh yeah but other than like adding more characters with special abilities like what if it's galactus like spoilers yeah that was the video that you showed me like what is he gonna do that's so much like that's gonna bring it to the another level beyond spoiler. where it's at for me so we'll see i'm very curious give them the shield give her the captain britain the worlds the shield okay okay awesome anyway we'll find out is that the only one you have on here 
Well, because again, I'm not, um, I don't go into the right. Kickstarter. I don't, I don't do as much homework as you guys do. So pretty much my game knowledge is Steve saying, Hey, Kim, go check this out. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, that, that's where I'm at. Cool. So yeah. Um, Mike, right. Yeah. So kind of like you, Kim, this was the hardest category for me. I don't really pay any attention to like games that haven't even launched yet. Cause there's way too many games that are like mm-hmm. coming out or delivering or all that kind of stuff. Uh, so first an audible, because everyone else had like at least two games <laughs> once in the list. I'm, I'm waiting for my, let, let's see who my fans in the chat are. I'm waiting for cooperative version of the John claude Van Damme 1995 classic, Sudden Death. I want to, has anybody seen this movie? Any yes, of I've seen it. Okay, I've there seen we it. go. I've seen it. I, want, I want to fight someone dressed as a mascot in a kitchen. I want to go in as the goalie to save the game so the entire stadium doesn't explode. I want to fight on the top of the stadium with the helicopters and my child in jeopardy. <laughs> Let's go. Set a death board game. Calling it now. I you're, you're, calling, you're, calling, you're calling that one before Running Man? Oh, let's go running, man. I'm coming. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. I want the guy to come out with the big light suits all over yes, him. Yes. I mean, Sub Zero is now Sub- main Zero. <laughs> uh, sorry. But, okay. Uh, actual game that I picked. Um, it's the only one that I like. Steve was like, hey, aren't you excited about this game? I was like, that game is coming out next, you know, crowdfunding next year. Uh, I don't remember what it's called now. It's the 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 chip theory one. That's not Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls. Oh, there no. you go. Uh, I've heard from a few people that have seen stuff and even played early uh, builds. I won't say who they are because I don't think they were supposed to tell me that they played early builds. Uh, but <laughs> I've heard from people that it's like too many bones, but better than too many bones. Uh, I like. I mean, yeah. So if you don't like too many bones, that's not going to mean much. But oh, with a massive number of people who disagree with people who just said, uh. And I had to pick something, so there you go. All right. Uh, not, not picking Kanji next. Forget that guy. Uh, let's go to Callan. The, the thing, well, the thing, that, the thing that worries me about it is I'm a huge fan of the world of Tamriel. Like, The Elder Scrolls is a big IP game for me. It's like as big as World of Warcraft for me. So I always, I get nervous. I don't like too many bones, so I'm super nervous about this. And if you're like, it's like too many bones, I'm like, ugh. I mean, I, here's the thing. Like, already it seems to be very un-Elder Scrolls to me. So I'm just kind of giving that up. Ah, you know, got it, got it. Too, you know, and it's got like, it, got it, if, it, if got it's it. a good game, yeah, it, fair we enough. already have fair the enough. Skyrim board game. You know what I mean? Like, fair whatever, enough. it's fine. Fair enough. But, fair but enough. I hear you. I do hear you. you got, all right, all right. So... I'm terrible at knowing new games too, you, just you like can everybody just use else. Mine, if you want. No, I got one. No, I got no, one. You do. Uh, uh, Steve gave me all these lists of games, and there's one that I had heard of, and it's called Stone Saga. Oh yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there, it's it's in, it's from the same people that made Star of Akarios. Yeah. And they made Mythwind, which hasn't come out yet. That's another one that I've backed, which mm-hmm. I'm actually interested in because it's one that you know you don't have to fight everything. In it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm just telling you. No, that's okay, great. but that's Mythwind. Uh, Stone Saga, though, I actually don't know much about it other than there's some sort of crafting involved mm-hmm. and you're kind of creating a world. But the art, I, I'm a sucker for art. If you think of Unsettled, when you play Unsettled, this type of art is kind of what it reminds me of, and it just immediately draws me in. Yeah. And so I, I love all the art that I've seen with Stone Saga, but I have no idea how the game's going to play. So I'm interested to see what the game's going to be like, but the art is giving me that good pull. So that's, for me, a Stone Saga. 
Yeah, it's um, a good choice. This one also interests me for sure. I can't wait to see more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's Q1 even, and they don't have a ton out about it yet, but I think it's Q. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I saw, um, they sent me an early rule book. Oh. Yeah, and we're it covering looked, it. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, we're set some, uh, yeah, Steve, are you the one covering it? Yeah, I'm Jason, covering it. Hmm? Yeah, well, Steve's cool. doing it. So, so, yeah, so it, it, looked, it looked Steve. pretty good to me. <laughs> So we'll be covering it, Steve. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I, I knew that they had emailed me, and I didn't cover it. That, that's how I was like. Else. We have a lot of team members. <laughs> At that point, it kept it. out of my mind, you know. Um, uh, Steve, did you read the rule book at all? Uh, I skimmed through it. Yeah, it looked good. It looks good. What, what type of game? Like, what type of game is it? What type is it? A Not like open world exploration, crafting. Survival. It's yeah. Okay. Isn't that okay, just yeah, what he said? Yeah, it is. He, you got okay. it. You got to figure it out. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Well, then I'll hand it over to Steve. Steve, I'm gonna do yours. Okay. So um, I think Echo what Kim said, of course, Marvel United season Steve, three. I Very just, excited about that. I just steal all your answers. I <laughs> Unless I have a red pen, and I'm telling you, you're wrong. <laughs> then I'm like, I'll steal. It. <laughs> so that's definitely on there for sure. But I wanted to call out another game that technically launched this past year. But got canceled and it's going to be relaunched and it's got it's got re, revamped as well, and that one is Leviathan yeah. Wilds. All right, I'm with you. Never mind. I'm changing my answer. That's it. <laughs> yeah, this game is fantastic. It is yes, so yeah. fun. It's basically Shadows of the Colossus in board game form. Honestly, the cooperation's great. The each each Leviathan plays very differently. It's got a fun little. Um, I don't really resort gimmick, but it's got a fun little like strategy. You have to approach them differently. And I love the changes they've done with this already. It looks really great. So I'm very much looking forward to this one. Do you guys know why it didn't back the, or didn't... Uh, it, was, it wasn't making enough money. So they're retooling yeah. some things, trying to advertise it more, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. I couldn't remember why. Because I initially backed it and then I saw it canceled. I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah, yeah it's different now too, just FYI. But it looks really good, honestly. Yeah, so. I looked awesome before, so... So yeah, Leviathan Wilds. Um, let's move on to Baron. Well, I have a similar story to your sad story there, Steve. Mm -hmm. Mine was from one that originally hit Kickstarter last year but failed. Um, and he's going back retooling it, trying to find marketing and I things know. like that. Called and Rogue Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Rogue Angels, yep. This almost could have been my hidden gem and my big surprise. It could have been all of those, all mixed <laughs> one. I was floored by what this guy is planning with this game. His story is super awesome. The idea of he's going to, it's not going to be, it's going to be a dungeon crawler, but the one thing, the box is the ship. I thought that was amazing. The box is the ship? Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's part cool. of it. And then the board itself is really, they're just using the book. It's doing, it's a book thing, so I it's not going to be like thing. tiles over the place. Yes. Uh, you have a one, you, you pick a character, that character has cards, the cards kind of go up and down a system, not similar to the battle flow system, but not in that, not in the same way. As you rest, the cards come back to you a little bit, and you keep, and your cards keep changing. You, you can, as you get more powerful, or you get different uh, you go down just you you can choose to answer questions in the storybook that then give you different ways your character progresses and so you might get like there's four different like uh, affinities I guess you could say and like courage and like uh, intelligence things like this and you'll get little tokens for those that can then enhance some of the cards you have based on what they are and then on top of that you're going to be going to the book and getting potential stickers that are going to be removable this time that was the other thing I was saying that can change those so say your character's kind of going down an intelligence path more than anything else you can start getting like you can start upgrading your cards to be able to work with that type of system that you're building your character on which is really neat it's got that neat little system not to mention the choices in the story 
there's not like a oh should we save this person or should we kill this person it's like they're all just kind of neutral almost things and they're depending on what you do is going to really manipulate how the game goes you might be going down into mission four instead of mission five because you decide to save the person who actually you found out was like the uh despot of this whole group and is now started an uprising so maybe you shouldn't have saved him because oh no we started an uprising instead you should have killed him which he was asking for forgiveness kind of thing so they really make you the choices matter in this game depending on where you go he's got this whole thing mapped out as to his you showed me like kind of the story arcs and branching things and it's really looking really cool um he's also going to be moving away from standees for the heroes and he's going to make those kind of like a gloomhaven approach where he got miniatures for the heroes but the standees will still be the enemies and he's got a whole enemy ai deck but it's not a big deck it's usually just one or two cards that kind of flips back and forth and the ai were in the uh, the monsters actually do work and are actually come there they're good enough to take us down uh steve myself and kanji have played this a couple times and we didn't make it through a mission we barely made it through a couple missions so it's like the the, the threat of not making it is always there and it's Love really that. cool they do have a another system they have is they have a decoding system of the doors we're pulling little tokens out of a bag to try to uh unlock certain doors and then when actually we use those tokens they don't go back in the bag so you have like four different colors and so if you're using it you're drying them out you don't want certain colors to come out multiple times because you've already used some of the colors so it's really cool i'm getting going to be getting advanced copy and you're going to play it with me live on the that. channel that's and it's going to awesome. be it's going to be amazing this it's, is something that i was super bummed didn't fund and i can hardly wait for this to come back emil has worked really hard at this game and i am super pumped this is one of those dream space games that i've been looking forward for nice. a long long time yeah, we're going to be covering this one as well, so you get a chance to play it. It is a really fun game. I agree with everything Baron said. It is. We had a blast playing on TTS. We played, what, three or four times now, TTS? Mm -hmm. Every single time it's been a blast, so. Yeah, yeah it's been fun. 100%. Great choice. Great choice. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, thanks everyone for watching, and we'll see you at the next stop. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another Top 5 list.